0: All right, how's everybody doing today? Uh, This is Coach Matt again. Um, This is another episode. I'm here with Coach uh, Stacy and Coach Linda. And today we're going to just talk about um, finding your role, you know, um, on a team um, in any sport. uh, Obviously, mostly pertaining to volleyball and basketball. But, you know, finding your role because I think it's important. um, Athletes on a team, if you want to be on a successful team, if you want to make an impact, you have to find your role. Every player has a role, whether you're on an average team or like a championship-inspiring team. Same with coaching staff. As coaches, like we've all been on a coaching staff where we all don't have the same role. And the sooner each coach finds their role and what and how they're going to contribute, then the better you go. You know, it is for the team, right? But yeah, um, I'll say stakes like for you, well, like what was your first role on your first coaching staff you are on?
1: The first coaching staff I was on was that CYO team I, I mentioned in the first episode. And honestly, I, I didn't know what my role was to start with because I didn't really talk to the head coach about, oh, what do you expect of me? So I think like as the years went on and I started to develop, I think I had to have a better understanding of what the expectations are mm-hmm. to figure out what would the role be. And then that kind of just gave me more confidence in myself to be a better like assistant coach. That was always my mindset. Okay, assistant coach, what am I gonna take care of? And most of it was, you know, when players came off the court, um, to the bench, like what are the little adjustments I had mm. to, to give them? Or if my head coach told me, Hey, when so and so gets subbed out, tell them this. So it's also being like on the same page with with the coach and I think that also gave me the confidence to figure out what my coaching style would be, mm. you know. For that role. For that role. Because sometimes you gotta change, yeah. and adapt, based yeah. on the role you're, you're in. Right? And I think depending on who you're coaching, mm. you know, I the think age, the age group, gender also, mm-hmm. that was a yeah, thing I had to true. like figure out. But starting off, I'd say like my very first role just as a coach was learning how to be an assistant coach and how, do, how can I do that to the best of my ability.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, <clears throat> you know, even as, like, a head coach, when you create your staff, you know, it's, like, you try to find where does everyone fit, right, and what role can you assign to certain people. And also, but what role fits well for that person, what if, like, you can give somebody a role, but that, that might be the best thing for them, you know, maybe they're not good at it. Like, I know, like, at Logan before, like, Andrew was more like, okay, go talk to that, you know, talk to the hitters the timeout right or talk to the setters or like he's the one, one yeah, kind of like what you said when they sub out he'll catch you at the end of the bench and then give you some feedback you know um also i, I think for me like it's good to have uh, an assistant that you can bounce bounce some um, feedback off of you know like we all have doubts and stuff so it's like oh should i do this should i sub that girl in like you think we should change the starting rotation or who do you think we should serve at you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that kind of a role but I think let's say like, moving on to like finding your role for players today on a on high school team, middle school team, or college and stuff. It's like for you guys, like what are some important roles you think like a successful team like has? I guess or needs.
2: Um, I think it's important, like for a successful program, like you definitely need like those athletes that are like, more straightforward, like, could be, like, super real, like, aren't passive-aggressive, like, if you, like, you need a person that's going to be, like, hey, you need to talk to this girl and tell her, like, this is this is her tone, like, this is her body language, and, like, having that athlete that doesn't communicate it in a very, like, personal way where, like, people are getting offended, like, I think communication is important, like, overall as a team, but those athletes that are, like, not afraid and, like, genuinely have, like, the best interests of the team, Um, Even if they're, like, not the ones playing, like, these could be, like, bench players where they're the ones, like, hey, like, I think the team needs this from you. And, like, having other athletes respond well to that, I feel like all, like, successful programs have that.
0: Yeah, I think, like, another thing is, like, let's be real, like, we want everyone to be a leader. Mm -hmm. But that's not going to happen on on a team. Yeah. Not everyone's a leader. I I do think if if you want to, if on a competitive team, you know, a a championship team, like, there's always some alphas, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's not even in, like, a negative way, but, like, there has to be someone leading, right? Someone in a, in a position of that, that's respected by all and in, um, the team knows, has the best interests of the team, you know? Someone that just leads them forward, like, let's go, you know, let's do this. Like, for, for c- coaching, I'm sure Stacey, you have this, and Linda, you probably have this on your team now. There's always that girl who's like, hey, guys, let's warm up right oh yeah yep. hey time's up Time, it's, it's five something you, you know let's warm up or like at the tournament like the whole team's laying down it's like hey, let's get up we have, a, we have to play soon you know and like those girls listen to that girl and you know that's a role you know like keep holding keeping the team you know accountable and like ready to go that's a role um what are some other roles like
1: uh i know i like to have someone that takes the initiative to Bring the energy on the bench. Yeah, you know, you because I feel like that that energy can really help and support the team, whether it's in basketball or volleyball. And there's just something about being hype for when the things are going really well. Um, there's something about being positive when things aren't going well, and you're like, "Hey, no, let's get it back," or just giving them that reminder. Positive you know, person. Positive person. Yeah. Um, and like just knowing that, like, that support. You know, I remember as a player, like, if something big happened and I was like, okay, I feel good about myself, I feel good about the team and, and all that, that always carried us. But when I felt like, oh, man, we're down, but no one's supporting us, that's even, like, a worse feeling, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Yeah, like, uh, when I coached boys years ago, we used, you know, how we would have, like, the guy, I mean, obviously, he's probably, like, a bench player, but, like, um the cheer starter you know yeah the hype man (laughs) like happy to be there like like that energy though like even though he didn't play like people don't realize like i mean coaches know this but big impact you know because he's bringing the energy he's hyping up the guys on the court he's supporting them you know he is obviously not selfish is is about the team even though he's not playing like going crazy on the bench and just like starting the cheers and because back then the boys used to do a bunch of cheers Like, that's a role, you know, and that's an important role, too. Like, there's so many, like I said, like, you know, I think sometimes players, they struggle because, like, I mean, they struggle on a team because they don't know what their role is, or they have trouble finding one, or they have trouble accepting, like, their role that they might have to fill, you know, and I think your role changes based on, yeah, what grade you are, who graduated, maybe what club team you're on, and who's your teammates now, and what position, you know what I mean? Um, it, it all changes and stuff like that. But, like, Linda, like, what was your role, would you say on, um, let's just pick a random team, say C, uh, junior year of college, what was your role?
2: My role actually got promoted to, you know, I was the starting libero now, and I was also the team captain. Um, That role, I mean, from where I was coming from, like, on the bench to suddenly having to lead this team and like setting that tone. I think I mean my role was actually like super important because it was like trying to be like that foundation to get the program to like the next level. It's like I wanted to be the one that was not going to allow like negativity from the bench. Like I still had those teammates that were like, "Oh, like I should be playing like I think I could write a better lineup than my coach like cuz I actually had that where like I had a teammate she's like I'm going to go into Jet's office cuz she told me that to tell she told me to write a lineup. What do you think is going to work best? And I was like, "Oh my gosh." I was like, "Okay." But at the time she was like older than me, so I was like, "I don't know if that's going to work out for you." And I was like trying to like tell her like, "I don't think that's like I don't think she's looking for guidance. I think she's going in there like if you do that, you're gonna like, she's gonna tell you a point. Like, there's like, she's gonna tell you mm-hmm. what's up. <laughs> and I mean, at that point, she was a senior grown woman. But when I would talk to the underclassmen, I said, Yeah, it's probably not gonna work out well. Like, I wouldn't try to do that in the future. Like, when you're older in the program, like, don't do that. And I told like some of the freshmen or like the younger classmen, I was like, If you just do what I say, yeah, you're gonna be in a good position later on. And I think by doing that, I was just helping my coaches even after I was go- like, even after when I'm gone, like, I think like those girls are going to be like well equipped. And I took that like seriously with my role. Like maybe we're not producing as many wins, but at least I'm sharing what I what I know with the young classmen. So,
0: there So you- your role was like passing on. Your experience, knowledge, giving, uh, probably giving some warnings and guidance to some of the definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean, space like for you, like, uh, let's say like what's an important role on like your, your basketball team this past year or something that you appreciate? Like what's a role that a girl had that hmm. made a big impact?
1: Man, I have to like look back on that, but when Linda was talking about just giving like what did you say, like the feedback mm-hmm. or for the, the future, the guidance, like you definitely need that type of person on the team, and I felt like with my JV team this year, a lot of girls um, didn't play for me previous, like the previous season, a lot of my girls got moved up this past um, season, and I didn't really have that, so it was really hard to like kind of implement like, okay, this is what we're trying to build off of if I didn't have a person to take on that role or to be able to pass it on, you know, but I, that's, I would say that's a pretty important role to have, and give that expectation to bridge the gap between the seasons and stuff. But
0: like vets, you know. Yeah, being veteran, yeah, like, like, like how we say a vet. In all sports, mm-hmm, yeah, like NBA returners too. and yeah, returners. Like, yeah, I think like that's why if you're a returner or you're upperclassman veteran, which would be what like a junior or senior, regardless if you play a lot or not, like your one of your roles should be to help the freshman, underclassmen. Mm-hmm. You should be a role model, right? You should, by then, you should know the standard of the coach and what program you're in, and then you should be able to guide and help the underclassmen. you know? Like, if you had a hard time as underclassmen, you want to help the next ones, you know? You don't want to make their their situation harder than it needs to be, right? Um, you know, I, I feel like also, like, let's say we're talking, some of these roles we're talking, like, off the court or whatever, but, like, on the court, let's say, like, finding your role, it's like, you know, not every team needs, like, every hitter to be, like, a terminating hitter, you know, for volleyball. Like, not everyone needs to be kill leader, right? Um, you know, I think, like, if, you know, let's say you're, like, a third option. You're a good hitter, but let's say you're not the primary. It's, like, it's important for me. It's, like, I like to have girls. Like, I had a friend. Like, I had a teammate when I was playing. His role, I mean, this is also what our coach emphasize and like praised also is like he's like that steady player that consistent steady player that will keep the ball in will hit the spots right like not always terminating every ball but like reliable in a way you know what i mean um versus like you know in my opinion every team needs at least at least one but like if you're lucky two or three like go to girls you know and unfortunately like some players like Maybe you're not ready for that role, but like, look at, you know, look at your team. Like, if that is your role, like you need to put the ball away, then accept it and like, put in the work so you are the one that fills that role. You know, because mm-hmm. every team has it, and I think like, when a team struggles, it's because one of the important roles are not being filled. You know what I mean? Um, same thing with, um, you know, we all had those girls who like, or or guys, right? When you play, you know, you know for whatever sport, like, they give a lot of feedback in the game actually like they're giving their teammate feedback you know maybe the middle on the bench is giving the middle on the court feedback you know like that's a role too you know what are some other roles you guys had like maybe as a coach like that helped you or helps you now maybe like
2: um last season like I had a girl and she kind of just transitioned into being like you know very vocal on the court and kind of being like a coach on the court but It later just turned out to be, like, maybe that wasn't, like, the best. She didn't have the best tone, but, again, she was young. Like, she's, like, learning. And I had to, like, you know, talk to her about it. Like, your job sometimes, like, even when the team's in a tough situation, like, it's not your job. It's not on you to coach or to tell them what to do, what adjustments to make. Like, so I had a conversation with her and say, like, my vision for you, because I know you're not afraid to say things, and I know you want to win. Like, I feel that competitive drive from you but I need you to read the room, like, read the court, like, look at your teammates, what do they need, like, do they need someone, um, reiterating their errors, like, do they need another girl on the court telling them how to fix their, their shoulders, when I'm already saying that, and she took it well, and I said, I see you as, you know, being there for the team in, um, uh, tough situations, like, not necessarily being another one of me, but, if they need support and you see they need support, give them that support. Like, they don't need direction. They need encouragement. And when we went towards the end of the season, like, towards the national, she was she made the adjustment. That's exactly what her role became was, I'm going to look at what the team needs because I'm on the court, and I'm going to su- uh, supply that support. And I've never seen, like, that part of her where she's like, oh, you, do, you need to do this. You need to adjust your platform. You need to be there, and this and that. And now going to this – season this season because she's on my roster again like she is still that person that like understands like the other day at the tournament she's like coach linda like i i don't i don't know what to do when the girls are down like i want to be supportive like i want to be encouraging to them like i know that's my role but i don't know like how to like pick people up but i think her realizing like that's what i need to do that's what my team needs i think that's really big of her because now she's taking on you know a lot of other people's emotions, and she's trying to figure it out because once we fix, like, the emotions, the game would be better. So I think, like, having that player, knowing that that's what she wants to do and what she's good at, like, definitely helps the team because, I mean, I'm trying to focus on the game, like, emotions and stuff too. But I think having her on the court, be that person on the court, touching her teammates, like, high-fiving them, encouraging them, helps me, like, a lot as a coach with the team.
0: Yeah, I feel like um – Like, you don't get to choose your role most of the time, you know what I mean? It kind of just happens, or the coach gives you one, obviously, if they, you know, and you got to trust what they feel is best for you to do. Like, you know, I think on our most successful teams, like, we had a couple girls who filled their role of holding, like I said, the girls accountable, saying how it is, like, being honest, you know, and saying the good and the bad, you know what I mean, like... Instead of the coach having to be the bad guy all the time, like, it's cool when one of their own is like, yo, like, this is not our best, we're not doing good, or, like, we're playing, like, trash today, you know what I mean? Like, instead of the coach, I always have to be the bad guy and say it, you know? Like, yeah. It's good to have players who, you know, they see the standard, they know the standard, and they are not afraid, I guess, to call out their teammates and their themselves and their team about, like, not reaching those standards, you know? Um, yeah, it's accountability you know and like their roles where, like the you know like i've had some players like they help me understand the team better
1: mm, that's true I, and
0: i'm I'm communicating with them a lot usually usually it's the captain right mm-hmm. but the captain is like that role of the, of the captain also like they're relaying how the girls are feeling what they're thinking and so i could better understand my team you know mm-hmm. and they do the same thing in return because like Usually your captain you have a good relationship with, right? They understand the coach better wha- or whatnot. So then they will you know, help the team understand the coach better. You know what I mean? Like like those all those those roles are important. and um, I know like in basketball states, like I'm sure there's girls that could score if they want, but they choose to be a distributor or pass the ball and get other girls involved and stuff. Like have you had a play like that in your like that you could think of that just really played a great role?
1: You know, it's funny because one player on my JV team, um, she, she's probably not as skilled as like the other girls, mm. but she understood like the IQ part of the things of the game, and it ended up allowing her to stay on the court longer than you know someone that was either messing up too much or or whatever, and it was because she was that constant, like kind of like what you brought, mm. you, what you brought up um, for basketball, but. You know, I've also had to deal with players that I think you brought up how, you know, usually your captains try to help you understand the mm-hmm. rest of the team, you know. And I, I, I give credit to my captains this past year who, like, there was definitely things that wasn't working with us. And they had the courage enough to be like, Coach, like, I think we need to do this instead. And for them to do that for the benefit of the team, I felt like made a statement, you know. And then I had to, like, really reflect on that and just – figure out okay now what's my role as a coach to prepare the team better you know have you guys ever had situations where maybe you had to make an adjustment as a coach and figuring some stuff for your team
0: like changing a role
1: yeah or like being able to adapt
0: yeah there was I mean on one of my teams before like there was a girl who was a a starter and that was you know like she's used to that right and we had to change her role to like, uh, you know, we had to minimize her role, actually. Her her role changed to come off the bench, you know. And obviously it was tough. I don't think, like, at first she handled it well, you know. But, you know, I I think towards the second half of the season, she really, like, bought into it more and contributed what she could contribute with her new role, you know. I think players don't realize also, like, there are roles to be filled that you might have to grow into, you know. Like, you know, it's like a, um like a girl like maybe you're you third option because you had seniors or something ahead of you, but they graduate and now you gotta fill that role of maybe being the kill leader or being the star player or something, you know what I mean? And um, like I said, they d- maybe they don't choose that role, but it's like you fill into it, you know, or mm-hmm. it's it's kind of timing maybe, right? Yeah. Like
1: or injuries. Like injuries, how many times yeah. like people get injured and having to make the adjustment on you know, what's my role on the team now? You know, my my starting point guard on varsity went down. You know, she was averaging, like, 20-plus points Uh in her junior season. And then our team at Logan is pretty young. So it's like someone else had to, like, step up, you know, and see what we could do. But we ended up, you know, having to make the adjustment and transition, but felt like we still did all right for the rest of the season, making it back to to NCS semifinals, you know um
0: what are some underrated rules you guys think it's forgotten
1: underrated
0: underrated rules that people don't think they don't realize is as important mm. like on a team
1: okay this might sound kind of funny but i always appreciated the teammate that had the extra snacks or extra food <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> to share you yeah. know like it's so funny because like i feel like that kind of impacted me as a coach to make sure, okay, let me make sure I got extra stuff from my players or you know, um, but it was like one little thing and it's like, Oh, okay, like it's that's like kinda the cool.
0: Supportive teammate. Yeah, supportive or teammate was, or you know those roles where like the veteran is almost like a, a older sister to some of the um younger players, you know? Rather it's giving them a ride <laughs> helping them the with ride situation. Where to get yeah. food. How to get food. <laughs> you know being like that's underappreciated because <laughs> no one really thinks about that you know
1: i mm-hmm.
0: think like on the court wise like let's say like on, on our um you know like uh, i'm gonna bring up like you know max maxine twazan oh yeah know, from our from logan before um, she was our middle for what years up until 2018 yeah starting middle and I remember her because she was someone... I mean, she played basketball, too. Played basketball mm-hmm. these like, days. She was someone that literally, like, just did her job, her role, you know? Like, on our team, she was our second starting middle. Her role was to not put the ball away all the time, necessarily. Her role was to block, cover, right? And, like, be a good tipper and, like, be smart with the ball, you know? And she was a leader. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> and uh, I feel like she literally did that to the T, to the like... She just blocked. She she changed the outcome of the game just by blocking, and like being smart with the ball. And you know, because sometimes like players like, no, I want this. I want to do this. I want to get more kills. Like, that's not your role. You know what I mean? Like, or we don't <laughs> need that right now. We need you to do this. We, and she focused on that, and was the best at that. You know. And she became a leader because she wasn't always a captain. Remember but she became a captain, and she really helped. I don't think we would have won those those championships if it wasn't if she wasn't like there that team i feel like yeah the yeah.
1: ncs championship yeah and norcal right
0: yeah she was also like she had that role of being that stable player not too high not too low emotionally you know mm mm-hmm. A good she was a good vet you know so that's why I, I remember her because people underrate that stuff though just because she, she wasn't the kill leader you know she wasn't the one on the on the book on the box score but she made big impacts j- just with her role and Like I said, she filled her role, so then our team was able to win because everyone was doing their job, you know? But yeah, I mean, like what are some other advice you would give to people? Like let's say like there's a player Mm. who's having trouble finding their role. Like what would you guys say to them? Like what would you have them do actually? Like if you're a player right now and you don't have a role, you don't know, maybe you just made varsity or something, like what would you, what are some tips you would give them? I think
1: I would, first I think communication's key. Like, and the, the funny thing is when I talk to my teams and I'm like, if you don't feel comfortable enough to come and talk to me, at least talk to the captains mm-hmm. and then maybe we could start the conversation. You know what I mean? But yeah. for the most part, like if if people actually care about like their own playing time and stuff, it's like the, they tend to like, OK, I need to make sure I have an understanding of maybe why I'm not playing um, or why I'm not playing a, maybe a certain position. You know. Or why um, this is their role or something? Yeah. Mm. So I feel like communication is like a big thing and being on the same page with with your coach because the other thing that kinda sucks is sometimes like I'm 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 not sure if you guys had this experience, but parents might think their role on the team mm. is something else, but then this is what the coaches think the yeah. role is and that can always mess it up for for the kids yeah,
0: you yeah. know oh my <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure in basketball <laughs> i bet like maybe you're telling the the kids to pass the mom or dad is telling them you know, you can score 20 points yeah or go shoot go the ball see, shoot you know and <laughs> like shoot, shoot. oh man and you're like nah you're a passer you're, you know or something. yeah definitely no yeah i think it's important like you said you, touch, you touched on communication like i think yeah go straight to your coach ask them because like first off they should know what your role is or they should help you find one right mm-hmm. um and they should have no problem explaining why that's your role you know the toughest thing is just like are you going to accept your role you know and if you know let's say I, I think a player could accept their role but still work hard and work on evolving their role later or growing into a different role later but you could still do your, your your role now you mm-hmm. know like maybe yeah do i want to be this role right now maybe but that's what the team needs now but you can still put in the work and work hard so you could expand your role maybe next season or for the next team or or whatnot you know so i think it's important for athletes to really just think about that and have a team first mentality you know you can't really just think about yourself especially in a team sport because it doesn't matter like you're not gonna be successful the team's not gonna be successful unless the whole team buys in and they're on the same page and they have the same role. You know? I mean, not same role, but they have the same, like, mentality of accepting your role and doing your best, you know?
2: Yeah, I think when I was in college, like, my freshman year, like, I didn't, I don't think I had a role, like, for myself. But, I mean, with the situation I was given, I definitely turned into that person. So, we didn't call the bench the bench. We called it the box why I don't know I think it's like a Karch Karai thing like
0: the box. Mm-hmm. he called it the
2: box cuz <laughs> like you just and I guess you're just in the box whatever anyway so I mean I'm very loud and very vocal like even to this day like as a coach like if my middle gets a kill I feel like I got that kill like I don't know like that's just how I feel so I'm very expressive so when I was in college like I took on the role of, of like leading the box and like bringing the energy and like I mean before I was in college People were cheering for me. So, like, I was on the court doing it, doing the the playing and stuff. And now it was, like, reverse. And I feel like even though maybe I wasn't in, like, what I wanted at the moment, I just tried making the best of what I was given. And I feel like because I chose to go that route, like, I had such a more positive experience cheering on my teammates. Because I could just sit there and sulk. Like, we all have those um, teammates or players that are, like, on the bench and pout about it. But I was, like... Yeah, think about it, like, you're in college, like, you're not going to get this time back, you're not going to get the eligibility back, so you can either just sit the season and sulk, or you can, like, make a role for yourself and just be that person off the bench, because I think showing your coaches that you're going to, if you actually get the opportunity to go into the game, you're going to bring the same energy or even more energy, and I think that's something like a lot of athletes when they don't get their way, they usually just try to sulk. Like, especially nowadays, like, there's a lot of, like, emotion that comes out of it, and, like, I mean, I don't have to go through too much of, like, sulking on the bench, because, I mean, the way I coach, I try to get everyone in, get everyone an opportunity, at least. But if I were to have a player that, like, consistently was, like, not getting the playing time, not getting the results they wanted, like, I would tell them to make a role for yourself. Like, be that one person. Like, if I need someone with energy... To be on the court, like, you should be that first person because you've been showing me consistently all season.
0: Yeah. It's like, uh, I I had this a lot with my my boys team before because, I mean, they were a lot of fun. They're all of them were trolling a lot. We always had that guy, like someone off the bench, who, like, when they finally get in, though, like, the roof drops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because everyone, because he's always supporting. Mm, Yeah. The people, everyone else, when it's his time, everyone goes crazy. You know what I mean? and I, and I, it's almost like you know those like team favorites mm-hmm. like the person might not even play like we said but like it's a fa- they're a favorite yeah. and like I'm sure they 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 turn their situation to an enjoyable experience and because s- they could have just sulked and just sat on the corner of the bench put their head down and stuff and complain but like, like I said they found their role they found a way to have fun with it like being on the bench doesn't always I mean it sucks uh, I'm sure obviously like we've all been there but like it doesn't have to be the end of the world and it doesn't have to be as negative as you think it is like you can still find ways to have fun enjoy like you're, you're gonna be on the bench anyway you might as well find like, a positive out of it you know what i mean mm-hmm. plus you're helping your team you know and like i said it, it shows a lot to the coach like linda said you want that kid to get in now you want them to do well because they're doing all these extra things for the team selfless selflessness things you know to the team but
1: i think when teams are selfish though and like I don't know how to explain this but you know I've had some teams where starters would complain because they if we're in a game where we're up by a lot and the start I take the starters out they would complain because they're not in the game but it's like why not give the opportunities to the other people who you know we have to be able to hype them up as much as they hype you up and I don't know like that would always bother me I always noticed it with my teams that weren't as close together Mm -hmm. to like the the team dynamics or whatever it wasn't as trusting within the team you know but then when I had teams that like you said that you know they're hyping each other up no matter what the role is on a team it it tends to be a more fun season
0: yeah yeah it just makes it more enjoyable you know like for everybody
1: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah I think when I was when I was playing for him like I think all the starters, they had, like, a good understanding, like, because, I mean, league was so easy, like, <laughs> blowing people out. And, like, every time we played a league game, like, my mentality was, like, we need to we need to get a lead. Like, we need to be up so my little freshman, Abby, Abby Viotto could go ahead and go play. And I was, like, I was like that's when I felt like I did my job, like, really well. is like, I put – I helped put the team in a situation where the bench is getting in, like – now we're all getting better. Now we're all getting those opportunities. And that's how I kind of, viewed you know, it when I was in the jersey, but sitting down, because I don't get to sit down a lot. Like, we know that's how the liberal jersey works, right? But when I actually got to sit down, I actually got to, like, see, I was, like, she's getting the, the experience she needs because in the postseason, like, she may need to step up. And I know, like, me and Tati were usually on the same wavelength. Like, we did our job. We're sitting, like, now we get to just watch and, like, see how – how the rest of our team is going to perform now and that was like really big for me
0: yeah you know like she just reminded me like about tati you know like her role on our on our successful teams was holding people accountable because i remember her like ripping like juliana yep. <laughs> <coughs> I do yeah i did too that was her out. role. like if you're not doing it she's calling you out she's not gonna let it go you know and like it could be taken as harsh you know but like i said that's what i'm saying people if you know that person's coming from a good place and that's their role on the team and they're a leader or something, you shouldn't take it personal. Plus, I think it only helped her become better. And that's where she ended up. Like, Juliana had a great career mm-hmm. at Logan. And a lot of it could have been because when she was a freshman, sophomore, like Tati was on her, you know, upperclassmen were pushing her and all that. So it's a ripple effect, you know? And also, though, like, the flip side of that is like, we've all had players who, like, they try to be the wrong role. Like, they try to be, like, the enforcer, like I said, or, like, the captain or, like, the leader, but, like, maybe they haven't, like, earned that respect yet or that ethos from their team, and they try to force it, you know what I mean? Like, you can't force respect. You have to kind of earn it and, like, you know, give to receive type of thing, you know? Um Versus there's also times where, like, there are players, like, they don't know, but the team will follow you, you know? And they don't know, like, oh, shoot, like, everyone's looking at me. I could be a leader. I could be a captain, you know? And so they're a little late to their role, but... That's why as coaches, you know, we got to help them out, help players find their role, and just hope they accept it and it's only for the better of the team. You know?
2: Yeah, so, like, what do you guys – well, obviously you guys have been coaching longer than me. So, like, what if a player has an issue with her role? Like, what? what do you guys say to them? Like, I'm setting, but I want to be, like, a hitter. Like, what are you supposed to say to that? because it sounds already to me when i hear that it just sounds like you just want this for yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah like I was just going to I was yeah, just going to say at, that. If we're at Logan, I'm saying too bad. I'm <laughs> nah, like, I think i mean yeah, it depends on the situation what kind of team it is, you know. Like clubs different cuz club you literally build your team right like, from mm-hmm. tr- them, kids from anywhere. High school's different cuz they have to go to the school and you know, you only pick from a small pool. I mean what i would do and that's happened before is like you know, obviously you got to meet with them and communicate and just kind of like You know kind of explain why they they're left with this role let's say and then i also try to like try to get them to understand why their role is so important you know because i think the problem that happens with teams sometimes is and drama could happen or whatever or a player could be unhappy is because not only do they not accept their role but you know they they have trouble like um you know i I guess like after they don't accept it they're having trouble like what do i do now right Mm -hmm. like you know, they um, don't know where they fit in. And I think having a role, though, like, if you don't have one, that's, the, like, they won't feel important in a way, right? Th- they don't feel part of it. They don't feel like like they contributed. That's why I feel like if every player has a role and they're doing their job and coaches got to emphasize the importance of everybody's role, not just the starters or whatever, then it'll help the, the players all buy in and feel important, you know, because I think it's tough if you're on a team and you just feel like you're not really on a team you know I mean? or you're not doing anything and it's because also though like players can't look at it like just because i'm not getting stats it doesn't mean you're not important it doesn't mean you're not contributing and that's why i think it's important for coaches especially like in a high school program college program to really emphasize the different roles and make that person feel important about their role you know what i mean like can't diminish anybody's role you know, you know like some there's some coaches or programs, they only talk about the star player. They only talk about the kill leader or whatever. And it's like, you don't just win because of that one person. You know what I mean? It's, like it's the whole team.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the, the crazy thing about that situation, you know, I've kind of seen it firsthand. And most of the time it's because players don't understand w- maybe the why. Why the role, like they're playing a certain position or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And then in basketball, you know, last year, um, in my first season as the JV head coach, like, I had a girl that, you know, I thought she would be, like, my starting point guard. And, like, looking at it, like, we were kind of successful with it, but when we started to play teams that were, like, tougher, like, she couldn't handle the pressure. And I was like, I need to make an adjustment and figure out who can step up into that role, right? Mm -hmm and when i made that decision like i know she didn't agree with me but i just had to go with it and you know making that decision our team became more successful so it's like why would i change change it as as a coach you know but then also how did i make her understand that and i don't know like it's it's funny because sometimes players can be so like tunnel vision mm-hmm. about i can only do this or yeah. i can only do that yeah. but you know, when you have players that are open to, okay, if it's not working this way, what other opportunities are there for me to contribute to the team?
0: Yeah, you know, like you just reminded me, like when I was playing at Logan before, like my, oh, I think my senior year, because um, we graduated people, you know, like um, we, gra- we had a lot of seniors and we graduated them, and I remember, I felt like me and my my teammate Neil. You know brina like we had to step into that leadership role that captain role i think we, were, me and him were the captains but like on our team we had a lot of fun guys you know a lot of guys that, that could fool around joke around right but i remember like you know like sometimes a player's role a leader's role like they have to you can't be the one messing around when your team's messing around maybe you want to mess around with your team maybe you want to joke around too but then someone has to be serious you know, someone has to be the one like, let's warm up. Like I said earlier, and I remember Neil would be one someone that was like, oh, hey, let's go do this. I mean you do this. And sometimes, like I want to, because I remember when I was back then, like I want to joke around too. I want to laugh with you guys too. But then someone needs to be the one that's like not like you know, someone has to be like the serious one, or someone has to be the one to like keep the team in check. You know, what I mean that's a that's an important role.
2: I think it's also important for like athletes like i didn't learn this until my exit meeting my freshman year of college because i was literally in in the office crying because i assumed things about my coaches like i assumed that i knew exactly what they were thinking and like i just assumed my role was to just wait my turn basically like but had i just communicated with my coaches like you know stacy saying like, being open to them about that like. I wouldn't have just made assumptions and like just thought like okay this is this is what they think like this is what I'm supposed to do and I'm supposed to be unhappy about it like like as if like I'm like forgotten or something but that wasn't that wasn't the case actually like they explained to me that like my role was to observe and learn like observe and learn so I could later fill shoes not like I was just gonna always sit the bench and like just patiently wait for the spot to be like given to me like I needed to be able to learn observe so when I'm on the court I could do that because you know she was going to graduate eventually and like it was going to be my turn but what I needed to prepare myself for that moment and I don't want athletes to always assume that they know exactly what the coaches are thinking just by like just by your thoughts like you if you want to know like honestly no you need to go straight to the source and I always try to like keep that with my athletes is like I'm always open. I'm always approachable. Like, don't be afraid. If you need clarity on something, let's let's hash it out now so you don't go months and months. And, like, you just, you're just you just killing your mentality and, like, you're losing yourself in a role that isn't even your real role. Stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it's important. Like, communicating. Like you said, people, a lot of players assume. A lot of assuming. And, you know, like, um, they're a girl, you know, in the past – I've had girls who, like, because they're going to be an upperclassman or they're going to be a senior, they automatically assume, like, oh, coach wants me to be the captain or or I'm going to be the leader. I'm going to start bossing girls around, you know? And it's, like, uh, that's not how it works. Like, I don't think, like, being a captain or a a leader is just something you just – it's not a switch. It's, like, a characteristic you need to have, you know, from the beginning. It can be developed, but you don't just get it all of a sudden, you know? So, um yeah, I don't think everyone's going to – obviously not everyone's a captain, right? Or, you know, But I think, like, like Linda said, it's assuming, you know, that, oh, I'm a senior, it's, th- it's my turn to be a captain. Well, like, you know, have you been – <laughs> have you showed those kind of characteristics the last two years or whatever? And maybe the coach already had someone else who they were grooming to be a, a leader or a captain because they showed those characteristics from the beginning, you know. Um.
1: You know, the fact that you brought that up, my senior year was probably – so I only played – Freshman year, sophomore, junior year, I was, well, junior year, I was cut. Sophomore year, I was rehabbing my ACL. And then senior year, I almost didn't even try out for the team until the varsity coach at the time was like, no, like, come and have your closure. But I didn't know what that meant at the time. Mm. But we did have a pretty, like, heavy young, like, rotation. And, but he said, eventually, he was like, you know, I needed you to be, like, a leader for them to know what it takes to be a good example for other people to follow. Because I had some senior teammates that that were horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I, th- I think Matt, I mentioned this to you before. I had a teammate, you know, we were losing in the fourth quarter. She decides to take off her shoes while the game was still going on. That's and crazy. like, she was like one of the best players on our team. But then that wasn't. That wasn't like a good thing for the younger players to to kind of like get you know the the good characteristics and yeah. it was it was just crazy and it's just crazy how much like you know later down the road you know i i was the type of i was like a captain that did mess around but mm-hmm. at the same time when they knew like oh like it's time to be serious like we were able to f- i was able to flip a switch and yeah. they still have the respect of the team you know but but yeah i would say like even looking back as a coach, like just trying to understand what my role is, um, especially being in a coaching staff where as a JV coach, like trying to get girls to the next level, like how do I take care of that? But even for club season, it's like when they leave from club and they go back to their schools, like I would definitely want my players to be better than what they did like coming in. Cause that, I think that's a reflection on my coaching, mm-hmm. you know, in general, like have you guys had like any type of, reflection on maybe as a coach what your role is too
0: um I think uh for me it's like your role you know because like being a young coach and obviously like the girls are like staying the same age I'm the one getting older right like it's different now that I'm a little older I think you know like maybe my role to them because um, they obviously I'm older now versus like my old my old teams i was barely older than them you know so it's they probably didn't see me that way you know it's like different um well one thing you reminded me about was you know uh when i was coaching at east bay like finding my role there was like i was like what you know that was tough actually like i didn't know what they wanted me to do there you know and i got there like what you know want me to do feedback you know just stats you want me to do whatever you know and um I think I actually kind of had to wing it the first season. I kind of had to just like find my when to insert myself, you know. Because I was also learning how the how they did things, how the other two coaches did things, and also for me it's just like getting to know the girls, so I can find a way, so I could f- create my role based on, you know, my relationship with the players and what I know and how to help them. Like, how can I help our team, you know? But it was tough, you know. I think and it, like I said, it's always tough if there's not a lot of like guidance or structure, you know. But I ended up mostly just trying to make my role that coach that, like, gave feedback, talked to you on the side, talked to you, you know, between the, the sets of the game and just try to help impact the game that way. But, yeah, it's the same thing for coaches and players, you know, like, find your role. Um, for coaching staff, you're on a team. It's it's the staff, the coaching staff. Players, you're on the obviously the actual team. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, to wrap up this episode, I think – Yeah, it's like important to find your role and accept your role. Um, And like I said, accepting your role doesn't mean to settle. It doesn't mean like don't go for your dreams if you want a bigger role, but accepting your role right now, being the best at it. And then you can still work hard to evolve your role, to grow your role or to get a new role later, you know? Um, But yeah, like, like we talked about, sounds like a big thing that we all mentioned is communication and then having a clear role. You know what I mean. Um, but any last thoughts on that?
2: Um, I think when my first coaching stunt was with this guy, Matt Guzman. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I said, didn't really want to coach, but I think with, with the coaching staff, especially if you're an assistant, like you also need to understand that your role is to get – the head coach's like message across into the best of your ability and I think the way that he was organized and he was like very very specific with his expectations of me and how my role would affect the success of the team like I took that very seriously but it's very clear like I was there mainly for like defensive advice and feedback but I was also there to support The girls and support him and make sure to reiterate like these were his goals and this is what we want to establish and this is what we want to display and when i finally went into my head coaching um, role like i i did the same with my assistants like this is your role you show up you help me with the offense this time like you're the offensive coach if i have a question if i need clarity if the girls need help like i'm going to send them to you because you need to be as big of a voice as like i am maybe i make the final say But that doesn't mean, like, your role as an assistant is to, like, just be quiet until I need you to, like, say something. And I think being on a staff that is, like, very clear cut is going to make the experience for both the girls or boys and the the other staff members, like, that much better overall. Like, the quality better, too. Knowing and understanding, like, the roles and your responsibilities.
1: Yeah, I think... Relating to that, too, like, on the Logan end, you know, my whole thing is making sure, like, I'm on the same page with Matt when it comes down to our weight room, our lifting, conditioning stuff I got to take care of. Um, When we go into stats, like, that's always been a a big deal. And, you know, it was funny because I think this past season we figured out a couple different stat apps that we like and getting that feedback and he's able to see it, like, and make the adjustment in-game situation, like, was really good um and then overall just even like taking loads off of him as a head coach to so he could focus on the game and not the outside stuff I think having a a staff that's able to understand those things is a part of making a successful program you know and knowing your role it's not just in sports I feel like in the work world like Mm -hmm. when when Maybe some of our athletes that go on and you know, outside of playing the sport, like how can they apply some of the things that they learn from from playing on a team and stuff like that, and contribute that in the real world?
0: You're like mostly in life. You're like always on a team, mm-hmm. and you might just be a team of two, but you know, or your family or something. But there's yeah, like I feel like you're always in a situation like that. You said like in the workforce, like you're on a team, and maybe you have to find your role, right? Or yeah, that's a lot of good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap up our episode. Um, thank you for listening. Make sure to <coughs> um, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and make sure to subscribe and f- rate us. Leave us a good rating. Any uh, uh, future topics you want us to talk about, set, you know, message us, DM us. Uh, we'd love to talk about um, anything our listeners are interested in. And uh, we look forward to bringing on our, our next guest. All right, thanks. Thank you.
2: Bye.